to shukune to shukune to shukune ya ya all right, I'd like this Tim Talk to be entitled Life's Purpose. And life's purpose as it relates to living with our planet. You know, there's many purposes. You grow up in life and you, you're taught all kinds of things in school. And one of the things that you're taught is you turn 18, somewhere around there, and you got to go off and get a job and buy a house and have children, get married, you know, that kind of thing. Keep that job going, get benefits, retire someday, blah, blah, blah. All good, not necessarily bad, all good, depending on how it turns out. But we forget in that path to make space for perhaps the most important purpose and perhaps the thing that brings all of it together when we look at our life's purpose, is the care of the planet Earth. Now, I'm going to, for a moment, share with you about a little bit about my life, and hopefully, you'll you'll this will make sense to you as we go along. I grew up very close to the Earth. Um, I was raised by three mentors. I was raised by the Earth itself. I was raised in a spiritual way with the Earth. Um, I'm going through that kind of quickly because I've talked about this before, but the earth was my foundation. And I was lucky in that respect, but also I was ready. I was a good student. I wanted to learn, even as a kid, even in my crazy teenage years, I never uh, fell to the side away from caring for and learning about how to care for the earth and caring for the earth. So, when I turned 18, and back in my day when I was growing up, I'm 66 almost, um, we th just knew when you turned 18, you got out of high school, or when you got out of high school, you just went off on your own. You either went to college or you got a job and you left home and you started your life. And I subconsciously and consciously, but I think even more subconscious, I knew that I was going to make my life about caring for the earth. And if I was going to make a living, make money to live in a, in a capitalist society, my country, which I love, then I was going to be in honor of the earth. And I, like I said, I knew this consciously and subconsciously, but it was ingrained in me. And I'm saying this because I, as I'm talking to a lot of you, you're, you're mostly all earth lovers, or you wouldn't be listening to these Tim Talks. You can do, you can have it all. I've been able to have it all. You can have it all. You can, you, you can make money, do something good with the money while being caring for the earth and often working in or with or around the earth. So when I got out of high school, I took off and I went on a, on a wilderness trip for about six months up in Canada. And I went off, I drove north in, in the northern um, Canada parked my car, hit it with, with uh, plants and things like that and took off hiking into a hundred square mile wilderness called the Nahani Wilderness and that was now that I look back on it kind of like my vision quest for setting the 
my life up. So important lesson here. You got to take time. You have to take time and allow yourself to find your purpose, to find your vision. And you can't just do it by speeding around all the time. You need to have a vision quest-like experience as a part of it, as well as being willing to read and to study and to ask questions of elders and mentors. But you need that alone time, that time of reflection, that time to bring it all together. <clears throat> so I did. I had that. And I got that. I came out of that trip with a soul full of nature, no question, and a heart full of love. But I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I came back down to California, and, and I ended up getting a job just up um, north, just north of Mount Shasta, which is interesting because here I am today in a place called Sunny Valley, just in southern Oregon, cutting firewood, um, building trails, um, and land care, earth caretaking work. The cutting of the firewood was clearing land in a good way so that there could be wood to burn to keep warm, but also keep the land healthy. And I did that with a guy I'd met. And... While I was doing that, I get a phone call. I get a phone call from an old high school friend, a guy named John Racanelli, who's now the director of uh, the uh, United States Aquarium in Washington, D.C. Or uh, maybe not Washington, it might be Baltimore. And, yeah, Baltimore Aquarium. So he's done an earth caretaking experience his whole life, too. That's another story. But he called me, and he was working at a place called Marine World Africa USA. And I was back in the early 70s. This was an animal park with dolphins and whales and elephants and chimps and tigers and lions. And I know that's not all socially accepted anymore. We've moved beyond a lot of that type of thing. But it wasn't all bad at all. I want to be very clear. And I loved animals my whole life, and he knew it. And I had a way of communicating with animals, talking to them. And getting along with them. All types. You know, growing up, I learned to be with cows and horses. I was incredible experiences with horses. Um, and chickens and lizards and countless snakes and wild animals. And saving them from, you know, uh, my own little wildlife rescue growing up. Dogs and cats and you name it. So he knew that. So he called me up and he said, hey, there's this, this part of the, the park here. Um that needs help and uh, you might just i thought of you you might just love to come couple really important lessons relationships matter relationships matter whether they're long ones short ones or just very quick make them good when you can because they'll come back around to help you or you'll come back around and help them either way it's a good thing right full circle way of living so relationships matter. Don't take them lightly. In making relationships, there's peak experiences within relationships, whether they're short, quick, or very quick, where you get a hit or a feeling, an intuitive feeling that this could be something more, something better. You know, I'm not just talking about like a lover. I'm talking about friend, business, all kinds of ways relationships show up in our lives. Um, professional, you name it. And so 
John called me up. I trusted him. We were friends in high school. Our relationship mattered. He thought of me, and I heeded the call. I went and got a job interview, and boom, I got hired. And so that's another Tim Talk, uh, all the details of what I did. But I ended up working in a place called Jungle Theater um, there. And I, I worked with the elephants and the chimps immediately. And, you know, I, I remember I had to break in with eight elephants. One of them was a big African bull. I got my butt kicked by him. But I stayed with it, forced myself upon him, and he became my brother. And for years, we were inseparable, me and the elephants. Same with the chimps. The chimps, I had to just jump into the cage and go at it with them. It me against seven, eight chimps. And uh, eventually, they became like my children, like my, my family. And I went everywhere with them. And I created shows and uh, educational experiences and movies and films. And those animals were so happy and they were so loved and cared for. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't in the wild. And that is a difficult thing. And I get that. Um, but they helped me to build a foundation uh, of working for nature that certainly has equaled saving land and helping animals to live in the wild and so that my purpose became more clear as i worked there that i was i was here's some important things i noticed that you might want to look at and you could be completely different than me it doesn't matter i had to be outside in my life i didn't like being inside you know i could be inside for temporarily but not for a full-on job career. I had to be active. I had to work with nature or animals or both. I talk about animals. Now I have an outdoor school for kids. That's just another type of chimp, if you ask me. And I, I mean that with all due respect. And so I knew those things. I, I knew that I, and I knew, and this is really important, that I had to do something in my life that made the world better that gave back. So I, my life has taken on many changes. Um, I've done a lot of things in my life to get to the point now, here I am doing Tim Talks at Headwaters Outdoor School on the deck of my photographic gallery and library, right? I could go on, um, but my purpose was clear. And here's the important thing to remember, folks. I might have taken a few odd jobs here and there, you know, washing dishes here and there or um, selling newspapers and um, uh, selling plants and things like that or uh, things, little jobs I had, working in a restaurant, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, I always came back very quickly to my life's purpose. And I've been able to do it. I'm 66. and I'm so blessed. To be an earth caretaker, fighting for the earth, and to be a teacher. To have the trust of children and adults alike. And it it's one of the greatest things. And I've been able to do it. But it hasn't happened just accidentally. I've made sure of it. <clears throat> There's many moments in your life <clears throat> when you're you're going to be called or asked to go a different direction. And you're going to need to take that 
time of self-reflection, that time sitting up in a tree or walking in the woods or on a short vision quest or a long one, talking to mentors, talking to elders, reading, studying, to make a good decision, to stay on track, to work for the earth, to feed your soul with earth medicine. Now, the other part of that is you got to have guts because the world around you is endlessly going to tell you, whether it's parents, family, friends, government, books, you name it. You're always told to go in some way or another. Energetically, you're always told to lead a life of mediocrity. Stay out of trouble. Don't get in the way. Make some money. Be a good citizen. Pay your taxes. Keep your mouth shut. Do your job. Raise your kids. That's the end of it. You've done fine. I'm not going to judge that as being good or bad. I, I don't need to be put in that position to make that decision. But I know that every single person I've ever come across in my life has a soul calling out to do something great in their world. Now, something comes up for me when I say this. There's We have to get out of our competitive minds with this and yet let the competitive side stay alive. What I mean is, don't judge one thing being better than the other. If I'm a teacher and you're something else, I'm not better than you and you're not better than me. We do our part. If if I'm able to save land and I'm a billionaire and I can buy zillions of acres of land, or if I'm not a zillionaire and I can't buy any land or very little, that that it's okay whether you save a 10 square feet of land by caretaking it or millions of acres. It's all important. It all matters. So leave the comp competition out. What we learn from nature is that every living being has their part in the whole. It all comes together as a whole. Okay? Some of us are going to be destined to do massive things in our lives, some smaller. At the end of the day, one is not better than the other. They are all the whole. So that's very important. But you still want to keep that competitive side alive because that often is what motivates us. That's why we love sports. And when I was growing up in high school, I adored baseball and basketball. And I was I played them hard. I was okay at them both. I played them hard. I didn't become a professional. That wasn't my path. But I played them hard. I enjoyed them and they taught me so much. They taught me about community and about working together and having fun. The importance of having fun and staying connected that way. And purpose, yeah, to win a game. That's single-minded purpose. That transferred into creating my life. The purpose of creating my life. Um, so all it's all connected. Everything's connected. And you, you don't want to overthink things too much. You want to be a human being living your life, not watching others live your life, not watching others go by and envying them. Be the one that's envied. Be the one that inspires through actions. You want to teach children, do great things, let them observe, and they'll be inspired. But never, ever give up on yourself. Never, ever give up on yourself. Because when you do, you're giving up on the planet and all living things. It's all connected. When you give up on yourself and sell your soul out 
to a life of mediocrity, then what happens is I lose, your children lose, your parents lose, our country loses, we all lose, because we lose you. So remember that. And often you're going to have to get down in the dirt and get scrappy to make your life work. And other times it's just going to flow like a stream downhill. But that's another thing I want to mention. Enjoy the journey of life. The Grateful Dead, one of my favorite groups ever, had a great saying. Enjoy the ride. It was in a song. Enjoy the ride. Let that go. For, let Think of that for a minute. Enjoy the ride. They meant enjoy the journey. Enjoy life. Take time out. It breaks tears to my eyes because so many people don't. Allow enough time to appreciate the beauty of what you're living. Because as you soak that up and make it more real within you, it'll inspire new ideas, new thoughts, new dreams, new hopes. And you'll be off and running. And believe in yourself. Don't listen to the naysayers. And if you get your ass kicked, you fall down flat on your face and you lose something big, Learn the lesson. Pick yourself back up. Dust yourself off. It's like getting on a horse after you've been bucked off. You can never get on that horse again if you don't get back on. They're never going to allow it. It's part of the journey is getting your butt kicked. That's part of it. Learn the lesson. Grieve whatever it takes. And then get back into it. Recreate. Find another way. Okay? And don't think of it as such a negative thing. It could be a, quite a positive thing to have that happen to you. You know, life, as nature teaches us, is a series of events that are everything you could imagine, from good to bad to ugly. I love that old movie. I grew up with, saw this movie, Clint Eastwood movie, Good, Bad, the Ugly. That kind of, those three words apply to the journey of life. Every animal goes through it. There's days when there's an abundance of food. There's days when there's not. There's days when a deer's got to run from a predator. There's days when they don't. <clears throat> there's cold days. There's warm days. There's windy days. It's all there. Find your purpose and live it. You do us all honor by doing so. Oh. Yeah, hey. Yeah, <laughs> Oh. <coughs>